And we've got all the right in the world on our side. And there ain't no reason to be afraid. And there ain't no reason to not take the challenge dead on. Because I'm going to tell you who we come from, folks. We don't come from some weak, jellyback, spineless people. That's not who we come from. None of us. And it doesn't matter what color you are, what nation your folks hail from, how much money you got. We all share the same name. We are Americans. And that Bunker Hill, that was Americans. And that Fredericksburg and Gettysburg, that was Americans. And that Iwo Jima raising that flag on Sarabachi, it was Americans. And that Porkchop Hill, that was Americans. Quezon, that was Americans. And on 9-11, there was Americans who ran towards those burning buildings. That is who you share your heritage with. You do not share your heritage with a weak and ineffective people who tower at the side of trouble. You share your heritage with a strong and brave people who are determined to hold on to their freedom and for the freedom of future generations. Guys, it's time for us to stand up and be that generation. It's time for us to stand strong and proud and remember who we are, that we are Americans. And as long as we stand as the vanguard of freedom in this nation, freedom will survive. Not only survive, but So guys, it's time to put on a pack. Time to fix those bayonets. It's time to get ready. We got a fight on our hands. And our fight is not for us, for all those generations that's going to come behind. Let's save America, folks. We hold these truths to be self evident that all men are created equal, that they are endowed by their Creator with certain unalienable rights, that among these are life, liberty, and the pursuit of happiness. Cut the crap. How many times a day do you want to say that to politicians, the elite, the loony liberals, the fake news media, and the gender-confused, emotional, socialist, snowflake crowd? Cut the crap is your secret weapon for fighting for our freedoms and our great republic. It all begins with a massive mental enema, freeing you from the toxic news and politically correct views, which constipate your consciousness with stinking thinking. Your host, Joe Von Hutton Pulitzer, is known for calling out politicians and telling them to cut the crap. You've seen him on virtually every television network and listened to him on Coast to Coast Radio. And now he's here to help you learn to fight for America. Culture, race, and American politics, they all have one thing in common. They all need to cut the crap. Now, here's your host, Joe Von Hutton Pulitzer. Hey there, folks. Joe Von Hutton Pulitzer. Welcome to Cut the Crap. We're going to cut some Kennedy crap today. The Hyannisport way, we're going to take a look at RFK Jr. I'm doing it for a reason. This is not a political endorsement in any way. Don't take it that way. I'm using it as a teaching moment to help you understand something you inherently already know is that the system is crooked. The system now wants to punish dissenters. We now can do not have free speech, etc. That's just the way it is in our system. And now this system, to prove how corrupt it is, it does it no longer matters what side you're on. If in fact you are a champion for truth and you 
come out with truthful information, they are going to censor you. And it ends up, even on the Democratic Party, they're willing to eat their own, even to eat their legacy members. We live in an interesting time, folks. Because as we've been through this mess, you know, where you want to give the system these fingers, but share and do it. By the way, I'm not doing my radio this morning. I made a last minute decision. I'll make up my radio after this broadcast. But I don't think I can present this information to you in in my normal radio format without kind of making it discombobulated. And so I have to share it with you. Uh, in a way that just won't fit in the format. So I'm not, it's not going to be the traditional format that you see today. Speaking of today, this program, which should be considered a special program, is brought to you by CB Distillery. CBD, right? CB, play on word, CBD Distillery. CB Distillery. I have my father doing this. But here's what's going on right now. CBDistillery.com. I'm asking you to go to it, is giving Rumble an exclusive offer. And it's actually incredible. Right now, it's a very short window. Right now, if you've been on the fence about trying CBD, up to 50% off of everything when you use the promo code Rumble. So you're going to choose a from a wide range of carefully formulated CBD and other plant-based solutions for relaxation, stress, sleep, pain, after physical activity, and even mood and focus, the extract, healing plant compounds and vital nutrients for your whole body that they need. There are no artificial colors, flavors, preservative sweeteners, just 100% clean ingredients. Do not miss this Rumble exclusive sale and get up to 50%. It's Rumble exclusive. You're going to visit cbdistillery.com. You're going to enter Rumble, cbdistillery.com, enter Rumble. Only bad news is you guys in Idaho, Iowa, and South Dakota. Unfortunately, it is not available for you. Okay. Let's just do a little bit of history checking. Let me give you a little bit of background if I can. Is that okay? Just give, just give you a background. about Yes, CB Distillery. The promo code is Rumble. Promo code Rumble. I'm going to Montana Finn says, I need some CBD right now. My whole body hurts from trying to save dying trees. Digging, digging, and digging. It's perfect for it. It actually works. It's amazing. Um, You know RFK Jr., Robert Francis Kennedy Junior, you know, his father was assassinated just like his uncle. You know his background. Very historic, right? Kennedy family. Let's go to Wikipedia. You'll learn something when we read it about this particular Kennedy. You ready for this? Robert Francis Kennedy Jr. was born on January 17th, 1954. He is also known by his initials, RFK Jr., He is an American environmental lawyer, politician, and writer. That's the first sentence. Now let's go to the second sentence. He is known for promoting anti-vaccine misinformation and public 
health-related conspiracy theories. Oh, yeah, that's his legacy. That's who he is. Yes, the left will turn on and eat their own. He's JFK's nephew. He grew up in D.C., Massachusetts, Harvard boy, then went to the University of uh, Virginia Law School, started out as an assistant district attorney in New York City's. Okay. His whole work, body of work, has been in the environmental area, should we say. <laughs> now, his Wikipedia includes since 2005, he's promoted scientifically discredited links between vaccines and autism. Yeah. So, as you understand, this is his. Legacy. This is this is how the left wants to make sure you remember them because they have no uh, they have no interest in you knowing who the real JFK or excuse me RFK Jr. is. Just in case, if you haven't heard him, many people haven't. He suffered a dysfunction basically in his voice box. He personally says, I hate the way I sound. It's very challenging for him. But you can look past that when you understand his acumen and insight, right? And so that today we're just going to talk about RFK Jr. Hey, do you want to see Jr. as a junior with his uncle? There's Jr. Jr., Jr., Jr. in the White House with his uncle. Here's the man now. You can still see him in there. There he is. So let's talk about this. Now, I want to let you know something really interesting is going on among liberal ranks. And the left and the deep state is flipping out about it. It's happening in all sectors. I told you there's going to be a point in time when you're dealing with something like this in a maladministration that even people who consider themselves very liberal are waking up to the fact this is not the liberal party I signed up for, and this is creating some long-term problems we're not going to be able to recover from. I'm going to show you a piece, about two minutes, to kind of set a tone, because I'm going to show you how around the world people are finally waking up that we are in the midst of an incredible psychological warfare con job. So before we get to RFK... Listen to this truth bomb. Something that you may not have thought of is that there's a lot of people who can't move on on this um, because that's the people who've transitioned their own children. So those people are going to be like, you know, the Japanese soldiers who were on Pacific Islands and didn't know the war was over. Right. They've got to fight forever. This is why this is another reason why this is the worst, worst, worst social contagion that we'll ever have experienced. A lot of people have done the worst thing that you could do which is to harm their children irrevocably because of it. Those people will have to believe that they did the right thing for the rest of their lives, for their own sanity and for their own self-respect. 
So they'll still be fighting. And each one of those people destroys entire organizations and entire friendship groups. Like I've lost count of the number of times that somebody has said to me of a specific organization that has got turned upside down on this. Oh, the deputy director has a trans child or, you know, oh, the journalist on that paper who does special investigations has a trans child or whatever. The entire organization gets paralyzed by that one person. And it may not even be widely known at the organization that they have a trans child, but it will come out like people will have sort of said it quietly. And now you can't talk truth in front of that person. And you know you can't. Because what you're saying is you as a parent have done a truly like human rights abuse yes. level of awful thing to your child that cannot be fixed. There are specific individuals who are really actively against women's rights here. And it's not known why they are. But I happen to know through the back channels that it's because they've trans their child. And so those people will do anything for the entire rest of their lives to destroy me and people like me, because people like me are a standing reproach to them. I don't want to be, I'm not talking directly to them, I don't spend my time bitching about them. But the fact is that just simply by saying, we will never accept natal males in women's spaces, well, it's their son that we're talking about. And they've told their son that he can get himself sterilized and destroy his, his um, sexual function and women will accept him as a woman. And if we don't, there's no way back for them and their child. They've sold their child a bill of goods that they can't deliver on. And I'm the one who has to be bullied to try to force me to deliver on it. So, th so those people are going to be the people who will keep this bloody movement going, I'm sorry to say, because they've everything to lose. And it's a fight to the death as far as they're concerned. I thought that was powerful because something different has happened. Something different has happened uh, during the Obama administration, came very relevant in 2020. Had many gay friends, Democrat friends, liberal friends. We could all do business. It was totally fine. Now that everything's been weaponized in many areas, it, it is a battle to the death now. They'll cut you off if you don't believe like them. And I played that example because... We're at that divide. And so as we dive into RFK today, I'm going to show you a legacy member of the Democratic Party, one of the, the most heralded sacred families, Camelot, that it no longer matters how much good you have done, how, uh, where you come from. If you no longer go along with the global agenda, they will destroy you. They will destroy you. Now, that's why I played that. That was the trans agenda. It's very sobering. Because remember, in this political correctness crap, it's a double-edged sword. It's not just their values. They know in many ways they're wrong, and it's all vaporware. But because they are taking such radical steps, because they themselves injected themselves and might potentially one day suddenly up and leave the planet, they don't want to think about that. And therefore, they want to persecute, prosecute you. And that's what this divide is. It was to divide the line so sharp that when people accept certain things, they can't turn back. 
because they would be saying, oh, my whole value system was wrong. And it's like an admission. Yeah, you're right. I was totally fucked up. I'm not on radio. Don't worry about it. But you understand what I'm saying? So where we're going to jump to this, to paint this story, to have you maybe get better acquainted with RFK. I like RFK. This is not about endorsing anyone, period. I'm not RFK. Hell, there's many times I think we should go back to what it used to be. A mixed party, right? If you had President Donald Trump and Vice President RFK, I could get down with that. But let's unpack this. So the setting is we're at the hearings for the weaponization of media, and it's about censorship. So I'm going to use this first five-minute segment to set up what the hearing is about. Keep in mind that... The Republicans called in Robert F. Kennedy Jr. to testify on censorship. So here's kind of what the topic should have been. Thank you. Thanks so much for inviting me. Um, My name is Emma Jo Morris, uh, politics editor at Breitbart. Um, I'm here today because I published a series of news stories three years ago in October of 2020 about Hunter Biden's now infamous laptop also known as the laptop from hell, uh, which is seen as some of the most scandalous reporting of the last decade. Um, What was more scandalous than the reporting itself, though, was the fact that it exposed the unholy alliance between the intelligence community, social media platforms, and legacy media outlets. At the time, I was deputy politics editor at the New York Post, and um, my reporting showed that despite then-candidates Joe Biden's repeated and furious denials, He was apparently involved in the foreign business deals of his family. Over several days, just weeks before Americans would vote for their next president, I revealed verified authentic emails from the Biden Scions hard drive showing Ukrainian business partners receiving leaks from the Obama White House. I documented an off-the-books meeting between then-Vice President Biden and a Ukrainian energy executive and introduced the world to the big guy um, who got action on a deal with CEFC, China Energy Company. The Post published exactly how the material for the reporting was obtained, even identifying our sources, um, as well as a federal subpoena showing the FBI was in possession of the material the story was based on and had been since December of 2019. Um, But when the stories appeared on social media that morning, the venue where millions of Americans go to find their news and editors to get their angles, uh, within hours the reporting was censored on all major platforms on the basis of being called hacked or Russian disinformation. Um, Twitter refused to allow users to share the link to the stories, banned the links from being shared in private messages, a policy, by the way, that's used to clamp down on child porn Um, and locked the post out of its verified account. Facebook said it would curb distribution and reach of the links on its platform. However, the stories were not based on hacked materials, nor were they Russian disinformation. And despite those claims appearing to come out of thin air at the time, we would eventually learn that they actually didn't come out of thin air at all. On October 19th, five days after the post began publishing, Politico ran a story headlined, Hunter Biden's story is Russian disinfo, dozens of former Intel officials say. God, I can't even say that with a straight face, you know? (laughs) 
Politico printed a letter completely uncritically from veteran members of the U.S. intelligence community falsely claiming that the Post expose has, quote, all the classic earmarks of a Russian information operation. My God. <laughs> Most notable among the signatories of that letter were Jim Clapper from former DNI, Michael Hayden, former CIA, John Brennan, former CIA. Despite having such damaged credibility following their participation in the Russia collusion conspiracy theory, a few days later, on October 22nd, when Biden appeared in the second presidential debate and was uh, confronted with the facts of the Post reporting, he said to Trump, quote, 50 former national intelligence professionals said this, what he's accusing me of is a Russian plot. But it was not. Um, and he knew that. Now, fast forward to this year, three years later. Just last spring, House investigators revealed it was a call by now Secretary of State Antony Blinken to former acting CIA Director Michael Morell that prompted the spy letter published by Politico, which bypassed agency approval processes that would have been normally applied. It is also now known that ahead of my reporting, federal agencies were priming social media companies to execute an operation to discredit it. According to internal documents released by Elon Musk upon his acquisition of Twitter, the FBI and other intelligence community members essentially directed the platform's censorship operation, in part externally by working with top management and in part internally by social media companies hiring eye-popping numbers of agency alumni. Journalist Michael Schallenberger reported, based on documents he obtained from Musk, that during all of 2020, the FBI and other law enforcement agencies repeatedly primed Twitter executives to dismiss reports of Hunter Biden's laptop as a Russian hack and leak operation. Feds arranged for top secret security clearances to be granted to Twitter management and even had encrypted messaging networks set up, which they dubbed a virtual war room. To this day, hundreds of people from the intelligence community work at social media companies. Over the last few years, my reporting has been confirmed by virtually every mainstream news outlet, from the Washington Post to the New York Times to Politico, when the stakes were nothing, by the way, two years later. No one denies that the laptop is real, that the origin story is exactly what I told you it was in the first place. This elaborate censorship conspiracy wasn't because the information being reported on was false. It was because it was true, and it was a threat to the power centers in this country. What this relationship between the U.S. government officials and American corporations represent is, is an unprecedented push to undermine the First Amendment, the right to think, write, read, say whatever we want, and how we respond will determine whether we see a free press as inalienable or as optional. Thanks. She gave incredible testimony. I'm going to take it just back to a moment. See, the problem here is I've always told you, the reason they censor and the reason they're shutting us down is not because we're wrong. It's not because we're full of shit. And it's certainly not because we're conspiracy theorists. It's because we're right. The mechanisms of testifying, especially when you're testifying in front of an official panel, These things can be highly testy, but what it does is it permanently gets it on the American history record. It's very, very key. Many of you became exposed to me testifying at the Senate hearing on election integrity in Georgia, where I called it like it is. And then I exposed what was going on in real time showing it.
That is what the system cannot afford to happen. And when you do that, and when you get it on the record, because remember, they're not playing for today. They're playing for the Wikipedia of tomorrow. And so they have to do everything they can to not let any testimony get on the record they can't change. Remember, they can change Wikipedia all they want. They can call me a treasure hunter who couldn't find the lost Ark of the Covenant, and he claims to have some patents all they want. But when you're in that official setting, like most of you saw me there, and you call it like it is, they can't scrub it. It is akin to lining them all up in one big giant kick and kicking them in the balls. Bang. But see, they play the long ball. They're playing for the history books and writing their version of history so they can hide this dark, horrible history that is really going on. If you want to see the testimony, go to Jovan Hutton Pulitzer at Rumble. It's just rumble.com forward slash Jovan Hutton Pulitzer. You'll see it. Um, Truth is something that is not allowed. Pushing back on lawmakers, as I basically did, and politely but seriously told them, you're full of shit, they don't like. Which is part of why I'm not a not-liked fellow in this. And so now, this is, you understand the tenor of the meeting. You understand the tone. You understand what basis has been set. This is about specifically censorship which is what this hearing was impaneled for, to discuss censorship. And there is a problem. Now, the Republicans called forth, as one testimony, Robert Kennedy, RFK Jr. They called him forth to testify on censorship. Why? Because he is a Democrat, a liberal, a true liberal, a true classic Kennedy old-time liberal that is not necessarily going along with the political agenda and calls out, calls it out like he sees it, which was, most people don't understand, his uncle, his father. If we go back in time into the 60s, his uncle and his father had just agreed to work with the FBI and the investigation of LBJ. They had just agreed they will work, they will cooperate with the investigation against LBJ. And you know what happened a few weeks later. You have to understand some of this context in what's going on right now, because they have somebody from the system, one of the most monumental moments in history, the assassination of JFK, and RFK has already said it was an inside job. There's much at stake going on allowing this man, this political dynasty, this person who has found out his values are different than what are called dims, and he's still more of the elk of his father and uncle, than anything else. With that said, you now understand, hearing that wonderful testimony, they're about to get to the point that RFK Jr. is going to speak. And remember, he's already come out against the system 
and said vaccines, which are putting in everything. Vaccines are destroying our nation, but it's become this interesting political enterprise, especially when you force it on kids where they have to have it before they can even go to school. Remember, it's punitive to the parents and the child if you don't do it. So I'm going to just take a really quick break, finish my coffee here. And I'm going to show you, well, the irony, the exposure, and I'm thinking this testimony. If enough people watch it, you show it, you get it out. Democrat eyes are going to get open. Anyway, hang tight. We'll be right back. Would you ever eat government vaccines, feed your family hormones or antibiotics? Never, ever do that to your family. So why buy beef the same way you've always bought beef? You're buying meat glue bonded, hormone filled, antibiotic riddled grocery store meat. Say no to supermarket medicated Franken meats and say hello to NeverEverBeef.club. Always 100% USDA prime or high choice. That's restaurant grade. Never ever is not ever just select beef or even standard or ungraded store branded meat. It's simply the very best cut and tasting steak you have ever had. We have never ever given our herd hormones, antibiotics, or even mRNA vaccines. Never ever. Pure blood genetics. We've raised our herds this way for over 30 generations. They simply have never, ever had antibiotics, hormones, or killer vaccines. Brass-fed the way nature intended in almost half a million acres of high-pasture environments. Finished off with non-modified feed crops, we grow ourselves. We even own our own 210,000-square-foot processing plant. And as an added bonus for our Never Ever Beef Dot Club members, we age our steaks in our state-of-the-art 780,000 cubic foot aging facility. Only top restaurants do that, so they can charge you $100 or more for a little bitty steak. We age our meat because we want you to have the very best restaurant-quality USDA prime or high-choice pure-blood purebred beef at a price your family can afford in these financially challenging times. Sure, you can keep paying the price for supermarket cheap standard and ungraded store meat brands if you love feeding your family frankenmeat. So never ever settle for less. Join our never ever beef.club. Take control of your health and your family food supply right now. Join never ever beef.club. We are real people with real families just like you. So we personally customize your order right over the phone. Now that's customer service. And there is absolutely no obligation when we call. You decide what bundle is best for your needs. No hormones, antibiotics, or even mRNA vaccines. Never had them and never ever will. Never ever cut corners on your food supply or family's health. Join NeverEverBeef.club now. Okay, guys, we're back, and I'm doing this to to show you just how weaponized this has become. I'm doing this because I think there is a great awakening going on, a very good one. People on the left are realizing the system is absolutely corrupt, and they're, they're having now to make a choice. 
they're having to make a choice. The Ritz asked on Rumble, so what was all the scuttlebutt about JFK being a philandering arse or real or CIA narrative put out to wreck the reputation? JFK would make Bill Clinton look like an altar boy. JFK, well-known, fuck like a rabbit. But you have to understand, when you have a sensitive public, they'll play on these things by calling you names. And I'm glad, the Rich, you asked that question because it's exactly where we're headed. When the system wants to shut you down, they will call you all kinds of crap. And they literally... want to destroy you because they just don't want you heard, right? They just don't want you heard. Now, isn't it ironic that JFK would fuck like a rabbit, but now we got Sniffy Joe with children and you dare not speak of it. Times have changed. So now you're getting ready to see RFK's Jr.'s testimony. And as it starts... Debbie Wasserman Schultz. Yeah, I even hate saying that name. It's it's like, when I say that name, I feel like I got to go take a shower. It's that bad. She's greasy. It's nuts. She's greasy. Look at her. She's greasy. She immediately makes a move to censor RFK Jr., because they do not want truth coming out, and it cannot be true from their side. And so the same thing just happened, where the reporter from Breitbart talked about that bullshit letter with 51 former intelligence agents saying it was Russia collusion. Well, they did the same letter about RFK Jr., calling him all kinds of things. So before he's going to get started, because now they're worried, because here comes in Legacy Dynasty with a lot of credibility, Here's what they did. Point of order pursuant to House Rule 11, Clause 2, which Mr. Kennedy is violative of. I move that we remove into executive session. I, I just hate to say it. She just looks nasty, scabby, oozy, greasy. I, I don't know what it is, but this woman freaks me out. Point of order pursuant to House Rule 11, Clause 2 which Mr. Kennedy is violative of, I move that we remove into executive session because Mr. Kennedy has repeatedly made despicable anti-Semitic and anti-Asian comments as recently as last week. Rule 11, Clause 2 says, whenever it is asserted by a member of the committee that the evidence or testimony at a hearing may tend to defame, degrade, or incriminate any person, or it is asserted by a witness that the evidence or testimony that the witness would give at a hearing may tend to defame, degrade, or incriminate the witness, and it goes on, Mr. Kennedy, uh, among many other things, has said, I know a lot now about bioweapons. We put out hundreds of millions of dollars in, into ethnically targeted microbes. The Chinese have done the same thing. In fact, COVID-19, there is an argument that it is ethnically targeted. COVID-19 attacks certain races disproportionately. The races that are most immune to COVID-19 are... The lady making a motion or a speech? I, and I've made a motion to move into executive session because Mr. Mr. Kennedy's testimony... Mr. Chairman, and I move to table the motion. Gentleman from Kentucky has moved to table. Question is on the motion to table. Mr. Chairman, I ask for a roll call vote on the, on the motion to table. Well, let me ask the question. The question is on the motion to table. The gentlelady has asked for a roll call vote. The clerk will, will have to step back for a second. The clerk will have to come in. We'll call the roll on the motion to table. 
and then we can get back to testimony. I think the witnesses can sit in the chairs sitting behind. Um, I'll leave that up to the clerks. If the clerks are comfortable with that, yeah, why don't we do that? Maybe we can go right down here. Mr. 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 Chairman, point of order. Gentleman from Louisiana. Is it the custom of this committee to censor viewpoints that we disagree with from witnesses? Mr. Chairman, I have, a, not motion. A, I have order. a motion on the table. There's a motion and the vote's been called. Move into the House session. We're waiting for, for, we're waiting for the clerks. Is violative of waiting Rule 11, Clause 2. Waiting for the clerks. Clerk will call the roll. Mr. Jordan. Yes. Mr. Jordan votes yes. Mr. Issa. Mr. Massey. Yes, to not censor. Mr. Massey votes yes. Mr. Stewart. Yes. Mr. Stewart votes yes. Mr. Ms. Stefanik. Yes. Ms. Stefanik votes yes. Mr. Gates. Mr. Johnson of Louisiana. Yes. Mr. Johnson of Louisiana votes yes. Mr. Armstrong. Yes. Mr. Armstrong votes yes. Mr. Stubbe. Mr. Bishop. Yes. Mr. Bishop votes yes. Ms. Kamak. Yes. Ms. Kamak votes yes. Ms. Hageman. Yes. Ms. Hageman votes yes. Ms. Pascat. No, I want to follow the rules that the Republicans made at the beginning of this uh, conference with these House rules, so no. Ms. Pascat votes no. Mr. Lynch? No. Mr. Lynch votes no. Ms. Sanchez? No, because it's violative of the rules. Ms. Sanchez votes no. Ms. Wasserman Schultz? No to allowing a witness to degrade and not others time. and violate the rules and not have his testimony and degradation and amplified rather than given an executive session. Ms. Wasserman Schultz votes no. Mr. Connolly? No to the Soviet Politburo. Mr. Connolly votes no. Mr. Garamendi? No. Mr. Garamendi votes no. Mr. Allred? Ms. Garcia? No. Ms. Garcia votes no. Mr. Goldman? No to hate speech. Mr. Goldman votes no. Jeez. Mr. Gates? Yes. Mr. Gates? Aye. Mr. Gates votes aye. Clerk will report. Mr. Chairman, there are 10 ayes and 8 noes. Uh, the, the motion to table is agreed to. Okay, so here's what's set up. RFK is about to testify. Virtue signaling, he's anti-Semitic. He said Asian, meanie, meanie, the other day. He said Hispanic, meanie, meanie. They do that to make the Asians go, what, what, what do he say? What do he say? Oh, I trust you. Oh, my God, he's bad which is how it works. So we're beginning a hearing on censorship, that the government shouldn't censor free speech, First Amendment, that they should not be involved in censoring free speech. It, here's the beginning. Wow, the irony and cognitive dissonance from the other side of the aisle, it's deafening. You could cut it with a knife. They are at the same time denying that censorship is occurring, but suggesting that there's more material that needs to be censored. Now, do you understand the impact of that? This is the beginning of a hearing about censorship, where these people are saying, we do nothing to censor. We're not censoring people. They're fighting to prove they do not censor people. Now, all of a sudden, they've got a witness in that they cannot allow America to hear. So they want to censor them. 
and do everything they can to get him out of there, make him leave the room. Censoring him from speaking on a hearing regarding malicious censorship because you don't like what someone said. Here's the Rep. Massey's full details. Gentleman from North Dakota is recognized. Thank you, Mr. Chairman, and I'd like to yield my time to Representative Massey. I thank the gentleman from North Dakota. Wow, the irony and cognitive dissonance from the other side of the aisle. It's deafening. You could cut it with a knife. They are at the same time denying that censorship is occurring, but suggesting that there's more material that needs to be censored. This is a hearing on censorship that began with an effort, with a formal motion from the other side of the aisle to censor Mr. Kennedy. They do not want him to speak, yet that is the topic of this hearing. They have kept him from speaking, a collusion between the government and private organizations. Mr. Kennedy, in your opening statement, you um, introduced us to this word malinformation. Can you tell us more about this made up word, what it means, and some of the uh, things that you've tr said or tried to say that you've been censored for that's been characterized as malinformation? Yes, Congressman Massey, and if, if it, if I hear. Can I uh, point out something for a minute? I, I personally believe that one of the reasons we get killed in what we do is because we don't focus. And it's this, it's this disfocus that makes us as conservatives never win. And I'll give you an example. We're, we're, we're talking about what our government's doing and how they're trying to do it. And in chat, which I constantly watch, we're now dealing with, we the people notice it says, does anyone believe Jovan was the calling guy last night? I just want to point something out. If we as a nation do not learn to focus, and, and by the way, folks, just so you understand, calling guy is some fucking troll, right? But in focusing on what's going on here, we hijack people's focus, right? With something like this. Might I ask, please, for the benefit of everybody who wants to learn, right? I want you to understand trolls are always going to come in. Trolls are always going to be there. And for me personally, I'd rather shut off the chat to allow people to focus and learn. And it doesn't matter who you are. You can be one of my most ardent supporters. You can be the one willing to fly through the storm. I know exactly where it comes from. 
I just want to let you know, as Americans, we need to focus. In every aspect of this fight, we need to focus because the system wants to drag us away because if we learn, right, if we learn, that's when we become dangerous to the system. And so I'm asking, maybe in honoring me, possibly, honor the broadcast, honor the topic, and try to make everything about the topic instead of a kind of a side entertainment forum to go somewhere else that you personally want to cover. Honor people with focus. Let's get back. Gentleman from North Dakota is recognized. Thank you, Mr. Chairman, and I'd like to yield my time to Representative Massey. I thank the gentleman from North Dakota. Wow, the irony and cognitive dissonance from the other side of the aisle. It's deafening. You could cut it with a knife. They are at the same time denying that censorship is occurring, but suggesting that there's more material that needs to be censored. This is a hearing on censorship that began with an effort with a formal motion from the other side of the aisle to censor Mr. Kennedy. They do not want him to speak, yet that is the topic of this hearing. They have kept him from speaking. A collusion between the government and private organizations. Mr. Kennedy, in your opening statement, you um, introduced us to this word malinformation. Can you tell us more about this made-up word, what it means, and some of the uh, things that you've tr said or tried to say that you've been censored for that's been characterized as malinformation. Yes, Congressman Assey, and if, if, it, if by your leave, I'd like to just respond Please. briefly uh, to some of the, uh, what I would call, defamations that have been uh, just applied to me by the ranking member. Uh, I'm happy to talk to you about my opinions on these issues, what you, the, what you have stated and tried to associate me with uh, through guilt by association is simply inaccurate. Virtually everything, every statement that you just made about me is inaccurate. I have never advised black Americans not to receive vaccines. At one point you say I'm anti-vax and that's a bad thing. The other thing, the <laughs> other moment you point out that all my children are vax. I fact, I'm fully compliant with the vaccine schedule myself, except for COVID. I, I, I took flu vaccines for 20 years straight. I have never been anti-vax. I have never told any, I have never told the public avoid vaccination. The only thing I've asked for and my views are constantly misrepresented so that the truth of what I believe is not, we're not allowed to have a conversation with, about that with the American people, which I believe vaccines should be tested with the same rigor as other medicines and medications. You tried to associate me a moment ago with a replacement theory which is racist. No, I did not say you Time belongs the to the gentleman theory. from I said my colleagues. The time belongs to the gentleman from I denounced that theory. It is racist, and I have never endorsed it or had any association with it. Our film on a medical... By the medical way, Bill apartheid? Buxton, Bill Buxton, who is the black CDC official who ultimately exposed the Tuskegee experiment, 
tried for years and years to appeal to, to CDC to stop it for 40 years. Finally, he got relief by walking into my uncle's office in the building next door. Teddy held hearings and ended the experiment. I remember that very well. And to say that, that I, I wrote a, I created a film that encourages blacks not to get adequate medical care is just completely abhorrent. If the, Don't if the, use my it's words. It's the witness's time. Do not the, censor the witness. I'm not the, censoring the witness. The, yeah. I'm not the, censoring the witness. He's still talking. It is the, it's, it's my time and I've given it to the witness. Do not censor him. I'm if not the, censoring him. If the views that you and others have applied to me, I've attributed to me, if they were actually true, I can see why I shouldn't be able to testify here today. Those are not true. These are defamations and mal malignancies that are used to censor me, to prevent people from listening to the actual things that I'm saying. And I think, ranking member, that we should have a real conversation rather than an exchange of ad hominem attacks. And answer very quickly, to your question, the term malinformation was coined to describe information that Facebook and Twitter and the other social media sites understood was true, but that the White House and other federal agencies wanted censored anyway for political reasons because it challenged official orthodoxies. I'll give you one example. There was a, I was included in a group called the Disinformation Dozen. Mm -hmm. and and Facebook and others were asked to censor us, which they did. And by the way, my heck, Aaron post, it was taken down. My whole Instagram account with 900,000 people was taken down because of that. So they knew, Facebook knew that the disinformation doesn't claim, and what they said, the disinformation doesn't came from this very shady group called the Center for Preventing Digital Hate in England that's funded by dark money that should be looked into. They claim that 65% of the vaccine misinformation on the internet was generated by those 12 people. Facebook itself said that is impossible. That is false information. We know that not to be true. And yet, when the White House asked them to censor this disinformation doesn't, including me, they did it anyway when they knew it to be untrue. Sometimes when I watch it, he was right on. And that's why the Democrats very quickly wanted to censor him. They knew he's going to tell the truth. Truth is not their friend. Sometimes I wish there was parliamentary procedure, like Jim Jordan could say. As chair, Ms. Pliska and I uh, make a motion uh, for you to shut the fuck up. I'd like to introduce that one. Maybe we can get it passed. I'm not, I'm not interrupting. I'm, I'm, I'm not, I'm not. Are you kidding? Are you kidding? This is the circus that has become our government. They don't want people that deliver the facts. Now, we got several more pieces. You need to see them. And again, I'm going to say, I'm... And people are saying, I was, JJ was saying, I'm ready for it too. Yes, shut the fuck up. And that's my problem. I'd probably say it. They have better controls for me, right, than I do. I'm showing you this because we're at a breaking point. 
that even people that are now realizing I don't even want to be a Democrat if this is what it means. Because this is not our country anymore. Because people's eyes are open, because they know the government we now have that has been created right under our noses is all about controlling every aspect of our lives, shutting everything down. Their back's against the wall because there's remedies. They're losing the narrative. That's why we're exploring RFK Jr. Hang tight, I need a break. Just how far is too far, folks? Is it when they show up your door with weapons? Open your eyes, folks. Look, they're burning our cities. They're poisoning our water supplies. They're even poisoning our bodies. Is this a coincidence or is it planned? Thousands of cattle just dropped dead. Tens of millions of chickens in our food supply just need to be destroyed. Is it a coincidence or is it planned? Millions of illegals invading our borders. Is it a coincidence or is it planned? This is what passes for a teacher. This is what passes for global news. Wait a minute, read that. Transgender woman posts sobbing selfie in JFK bathroom after claiming female TSA agent punched her testicles and made her hurt. What the frick, folks? This is what passes for a world leader. This is what passes for brave lawmakers. This is a grade school classroom. Is it a coincidence or planned? These are somebody's children. This is what they're doing to our children. This is the plan for our future. Folks, what in the hell are you waiting on? You either raise a finger to save our country, or you might as well give our country the finger. It's as simple as a click. Do it and activate now. Okay, we're back. We're going to take a look at some of the deeper testimony now by RFK Jr. Uh, We'll probably do rolling comments as we go. I want to put aside my written statement for a moment and address one of the uh, points that was brought up, I think an important point by the ranking member, that this body ought to be concerning itself with the uh, the issues that impact directly the American people. The rising price of groceries, 76% over the past two years for basic foodstuff, uh, the war in Ukraine, the inflation issues, the border issues, many, many other issues that concern us all as a nation. We can't do that without the First Amendment, without debate. Uh, When I gave my speech, my announcement speech in Boston uh, two months ago, YouTube, I I talked about all those issues. I focused on grocery. I focused on the fact that working class people can no longer afford to live in this country. I talked about inflation, all the issues that deeply concern you and that you've devoted your career to alleviating those issues. Five minutes into my speech, when I was talking about Paul Revere, YouTube deplatformed me. Now, that's a key component. Our system is now so weaponized that it doesn't matter, even to party, party allegiance has gone. It's deep state allegiance. 
and you watch all these other testimonies, they try to accuse them. You tried to tell black people not to get vaccines. Do you understand they're dropping these keywords? It is all a keyword manipulation. I shake my head and think, why can't people see this? Why can't people of color see this? And it's because of the repetition issue. You know, it takes $20 million of advertising to make a brand name in America where basically every person in America knows the brand name or the jingle. A big campaign in television would mean, or radio means you would run two, maybe three spots a day every day for about a month. Have you ever just looked at the headlines in the news and understand how many different times the news comes on during a day and the news stories basically mimic what they want us to hear and what they want to transform us into? It is because they are they are working on what's called the frequency method. And that's why even in this testimony, they'll continue to drop it in. They understand they have to ply the frequency. But it's gotten so bad that people are getting above the noise of the frequency and are cleaving off, getting away, right? And some of you are saying, yes, Jim Jordan needs a mute button. No, you see, you can't do that because then they'll say, they're suppressing me, they're suppressing me, they're intolerant. Get it? It's all a hook. But now it's so bad, truth is being outlawed. And they are terrified of the people telling the truth, which is why somebody as powerful, as meaningful, and as endearing to the nation as the Kennedy family, good, right, wrong, or indifferent, they cannot let this out because if everybody clearly looks at the plan, they understand we're being played. And it's a game. And it's a game to take over everything. Let's continue. I didn't talk about vaccines in that speech. I didn't talk about anything that was a verboten subject. I just was talking about my campaign and things, the conversation that we ought to be having with each other as Americans. But I was shut down. And that is why the First Amendment's important. Debate, congenial, respectful debate is the is the fertilizer, it's the water, it's the sunlight for our democracy. Only through debate, which has been known throughout history, only through debate of both sides can the people and the government that's supposed to represent the people actually do things that benefit all people. It's debate. If you can't have debate and healthy debates, it only moves to one category. It's one click away, and that's totalitarianism. Boom, it's over. This is also why they cannot allow the debate. Because we've been attacked, and I'm going to do a program on it, the frequency effect. We're being attacked in a frequency mode. Now, the only thing that disrupts the frequency mode, which works on your brain, you can just keep on hearing it, keep on hearing it, keep on hearing it, 
even if it's something against, you start mimicking the words. Frequency mode. That's how they got everybody to say African-American instead of a black American. Frequency mode. The only thing that disrupts the frequency mode is absolute truth where you go, what the fuck did you just say? And bing, and it wipes away the frequency mode. And that's why in these hearings, they instantly go back to frequency mode. They've got to replant it again. they got to replant it again. It is a known psychological, psychosomatic process. It is known in all intelligence circles. It's how it's done. And therefore, what they're trying to do right here is not allow the, the one thing that always shines light. Martin Luther King said, then the truth will set you free. It's always been known. The truth is it. And it is the one thing that disrupts how they control this whole process, which is the frequency mode. Let's continue. We need to be talking to each other. This is a letter that many of you signed. Many of my fellow Democrats, I've spent my life in this party. I've devoted my life to the values of this party. This 102 people sign this. This itself is evidence of the problem that this hearing was convened to address. This is an attempt to censor a censorship hearing. The, the, the charges in this, and, and by the way, censorship is antithetical to our party. It was, it was appalling to my father, to my uncle, to FDR, to Harry Truman, to Thomas Jefferson, as the chairman referred to. It is the basis for democracy. It sets us apart from all of the previous forms of government. We need to be able to talk, and, and the First Amendment was not written for easy speech. There's the key. The one thing that helped build our nation into a strong nation, or I should say one of the things, is the fact, the First Amendment, we can have debates, free speech. Because without debates, bowing to the kings, the queens, the totalitarians, you get to use something on your fellow mankind known as the frequency effect. That was even known before broadcasting times. But why we worked and got to this point, and I even hate saying that because this point isn't the same point anymore, is because of debate. Now, all the people that want to change everything understand you must shut it down. Because debate... sets people free, debate opens eyes, debate creates common ground, and debate always leads to profound truth. This is why you have to reject all these labels, misinformation, malinformation, all the crap they're doing, they'll always say it because we're protecting people. It's a fucking con job, folks. And it is the 
core of our nation is that dialogue and freedom. But they understand they cannot let that core continue to stand or they cannot take over. It was written for the speech that nobody likes you for. And I was, I was censored not just by the Democratic administration, I was censored by the Trump administration. I was the first person censored by, the, as the chairman pointed out, by the Biden administration two days after it came into office. It ordered a truthful, and by the way, they had to invent a new word called malinformation to, to, to censor people like me. When all of a sudden you get these new things out of nowhere or redefinitions, it is never to improve your quality of life. It is to hijack the debate and get it back to where they want it to go. There was no misinformation on my Instagram account. Everything I put on that account was cited and sourced to peer-reviewed publications or government databases. Nobody has ever pointed to a single piece of misinformation that I publish. I was removed for something they called malinformation. Malinformation is information that is true, but is inconvenient to the government. Now do you understand why he's so dangerous? Did you hear the key liberal value words peer-reviewed. The peer-review process means you've published something, you've sent it out to your peers that have the basic same beliefs as you, not people that have different beliefs than you, but have same beliefs as you. They've looked over it and they conclude, well, you're right. So we'll allow, we'll allow this to be published. Even peer review is a tainted cancerous process. But you have to understand, he's sitting there and can say, all of my stuff was peer-reviewed, saying, this is the shit you value. And this is what you say makes it true. Remember, in my audit of technology, doing stuff for the forensic audits, the bullshitters came out, well, it's not peer-reviewed. Let me explain how that works. I'm going to show you how we find all this through technology of what happened with the ballot. You can audit my work and see it's exactly the standard. But what I'm going to do is I'm going to do the work first, re-release the reports, and then you're able to recreate it on your own. No, 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 no. you got to send us the software now. We have to approve it in advance before you talk about anything. That's peer review. And that's how these guys know they're in dangerous territory. Because here's somebody willing to have ethics and tell the truth about things they don't want you to know, and he's one of them. But they don't want people to hear. And, it, and that's antithetical to the values of our country. After I announced my presidency, it became more difficult for people to censor me outright. So now I'm subject to this new form of censorship, which is called targeted propaganda, where people apply pejoratives like anti-vax. I've never been anti-vaccine, but everybody in this room probably believes that I have been, because that's the prevailing narrative. 
anti-Semitism. Keyword, prevailing narrative. Also known as, which I'll do a program on for you, the frequency effect. It is why every newscast is the same. Newscasts come on six, seven, eight, nine times a day. You get it multiple ways and every headline's the same. It's called the frequency effect. Racism. These are, are the most appalling, disgusting pejoratives. And they're applied to me to silence me because people don't want me to have that conversation about the war, about groceries, about inflation, about the war on the middle class in this country that we need to be having. And, and by the way, I want to say this while I'm on the record, that in my entire life and why I'm under oath, in my entire life, I have never uttered a phrase that was either racist or anti-Semitic. I have spent my life fighting my professional career, fighting for Israel, for the protection of Israel. I have a better record on Israel than anybody in this chamber today. I'm the only person who has publicly objected to the $2 billion payout that the Biden administration is now making to Iran, which is a, is a, a genocidal program. No, the Dems only do great. No, only we do benevolent things. Oh, but we do pay fees if to the Palestinians if, in fact, you kill Jews. Yeah, you get a bonus for life. You get it paid every month. You get it? He doesn't have, in many ways, most of it, he does not have this selective ethics or selective morals. He's calling out absolutes. He's not perfect. But this is also what Donald J. Trump does, calls out absolutes. I'm the only one who's objected to that. I fought more ferociously for Israel than anybody. But I am being censored here through this target, through, through, through smears, through misinterpretations of what I've said, through lies, through association, which is a tactic we all thought we had been discredited and dispensed with after the Army McCarthy hearings in the 1950s. I thought that was a brilliant point. The McCarthy hearings. Communism, communism, communism. Which we now know the plan was communism. And where are we headed? Communism. But you got to look at it through the long ball. But exactly what the Dems then, because liberals were being targeted. <laughs> no, that's McCarthyism, McCarthyism. Yet they're engaging it. You know what the moral of the story is? If you can't debate about it and you can't fix it, history repeats itself. But those same weapons are now being deployed against me to silence me. I know many of the people who wrote this letter I don't believe there's a single person who signed this letter who believes I'm anti-Semitic. I do not believe that. There is no evidence of that. And I want to say something I think that's, that's more important, and it goes directly to what you talked about, ranking member. 
which is the, the, the need, the, the, this toxic polarization that is destroying our country today. And how do we deal with that? We are more, this kind of division is more dangerous for our country than any time since the American Civil War. And that's their goal. They are deploying both a psychological warfare and a tactic to make these things happen. It is also part of the Charles Schwab agenda with the World Economic Foundation, which says we can always lead the unintelligent poor because they'll follow what we say. We can always lead the elite because they want to be hip and in on it and known with us. It's the middle class we can't control. And because we can't control the middle class, we must force them. And how do we deal with that? How are we going to, every Democrat on this committee believes that we need to end that polarization. Do you think you can do that by censoring people? I'm telling you, you cannot. You, that only aggravates and amplifies yep. the problem. We need to start being kind to each other. We need to start being respectful to each other. We need to start, start restoring the comedy to this chamber and, and, and to the rest of America, but it has to start here. My uncle, Edward Kennedy, has more legislation with his name on it than any senator in the United States history. Why is that? Because he was able to reach across the aisle, because he didn't deal in insults, because he didn't try to censor people. He brought home people who were antithetical to what he believed in. He came home almost every weekend with people like Orrin Hatch to our house at the compound in Hyannisport. At that time, Orrin Hatch to me was like Darth Vader because I was an environmentalist. And I was saying, why, why is Teddy bringing this guy home? Not that I agree with their politics, I don't. But one of the hallmarks of the Kennedy clan and I mean clan in a good way, is they met with, worked with, and talked with all opposing sides. In full disclosure, my great-grandfather worked for Joe Kennedy in Florida. My great-grandfather was the postmaster and the way he worked for Joe Kennedy, which is the patriarch of the family, was as the postmaster, and he's running around in his boat delivering all the mail. It's part of how they did it then. He would also deliver Joe Kennedy's hooch, liquor, contraband, to the various customers. So they've always kind of believed in that public partner partnership. But the one thing they did do was engage every side. But see, engaging every side 
keeps things calm because people at least get to express their opinions. Engaging every side forces people to work together and you make concessions back and forth and it can end up being good for everyone. But if your goal is to destroy a country, you can't engage. It is about absolution. It must be absolutes. And you must forbid dialogue and turn it into absolute. Therefore, it becomes totalitarianism. But he knew that he was effective because he understood that comedy and respect and kindness and compassion and empathy for other people is the way that we have the only way to restore the function in this in this chamber. But more importantly, Today, we need to give an example in the leadership of our country of being respectful to each other. If you think I said something that's anti-Semitic, let's talk about the details. I'm telling you all the things that I'm accused of right now by you. And in this letter are distortions, they're misrepresentations. I didn't say those things. There's fragments that I said, but I denounce anybody who, is, who uses the words that I have said to imply something that is negative about people who are Jewish. I never said those things. And I want to point out also that the chairman pointed to Dennis Kucinich who's fighting behind me. There is no two people in, in the country who feel differently about, more differently about American politics than these two people. <laughs> and yet they were friends. Dennis attended his children's basketball games, attended his daughter's wedding. This is what we need, how we need to start treating each other in this country. We have to stop trying to destroy each other, to marginalize, to vilify, to gaslight each other. We have to find that place inside of ourselves of light, of empathy, of compassion, and above all, we need to elevate the Constitution of the United States, which was written for hard times, and that has to be the premier compass for all of our activities. Thank, Thank you. you very much. Thank you. Mr. Chairman. Mr. Chairman, I'd like to raise I'd like to raise a point of order. Of course they want everything struck. But that was wisdom. That was truth. You don't have to agree politically to be able to agree on simple truths. And that's the moral of the story. Therefore, you cannot let people dialogue. You cannot let them share. You cannot let them find common ground. And everything must be forced upon them because you think your views are better. And it's something I've always said in this election integrity movement work. Nobody talks together. Nobody. Zero. Nobody talks together. We even do it to ourselves because we form cliques and bands and whatever. Or it's about hero making or social media making. We lost the ballots, which were ready to be audited forensically in Georgia. We lost all the ballots in Georgia. And we were just mere two or three weeks away from auditing them because somebody 
who was allowed into the fold, knew some of the dialogue behind the screens, and that person decided, wow, I want people to know about me and this, and so I'm going to talk about it on social media. And they released what should have been kept quiet on social media because keeping quiet was for the better good of the nation. But the person saw the opportunity to elevate themselves because it was rock solid information and decided to talk about it because they didn't have enough followers. And in releasing that information, once I found out about it, I reached out. Many people you would know had done some podcast on it. They saw it as a breaking story and they did it. This guy comes out of nowhere. I picked up the phone and I said, look, for the good of the nation, of what we're really fighting, you must understand this is some really critical information. It does not need to be out there publicly. And would you please take down these podcasts and stop talking about it? Because this is a kind of an unknown secret that I have intentionally kept secret because it's so drastic, so dynamic, they don't even suspect I can see it. And you just released it. Two of the quote-unquote podcasters immediately took it down. The one podcaster... One podcaster kept it up and said, you're just trying to fucking break the story for yourself. You want to break the story. And I said, it's not about breaking the story. It's about doing what's right for America. You got to understand the strategy involved in everything we do. That person ran its own way. And then the person who let it out, I said, you do understand you created a big compromise here because you're not even supposed to have this data. It was given to you because you kind of worked your way in, but it was supposed to be kept quiet. That person too accused me of being a Bogart. Where we sit here today is we didn't get the Georgia full forensic audit. Everything was set up with the judge, even down to the equipment and where we're going to do it. And it was so revolutionary. We would have nailed their ass to the wall. But when it got out, When David Cross released his information and it got out and it it couldn't be pulled back and it terrified the left, the left went to work on the judge and the judge who was ready to get the audit done became under so much intense pressure. He stopped everything, shut it all down. It forced two or three or four more fights drug it out another year, and in that year, they destroyed the ballots. The only reason I bring this up, and that's my point of discussing it, this business of election integrity and everything we battle is not about making personalities. It's not about making you... Uh, oh, great, you just went from zero to 20,000 followers. 
this isn't a breaking news business. This is an investigation detailing, documenting, and nail their ass to the wall business. And you don't inform your enemies. And that's the fine line between free speech and fighting a war, too. The moral of the story is all of this, on all sides, we do it to each other. We do it to each other because nobody talks together. And when nobody talks, when nobody shares, when nobody reasons, when you can't hear truths to enable you to make better decisions, everybody gets hurt. And so that's why I gave you two examples. You're watching how censorship turns everything into totalitarianism. But on the other side, even censorship, clickness, groupness, don't talk, oh, we're different camps, can even hurt the most glorious thing for the nation and make it stop. This is one of the ills of mankind. This is one of the ills of people not recognizing the only thing that is important here is winning for America. Period. Not winning because you've decided you now want to be a podcaster or an influencer or whatever. In fact, this advent... Because we're, we're all locked in this cycle. We're all in this together. Doesn't matter what, what side we're on. We are all in this together. But we're locked at the hip by our best and our worst. And any effort is only as good and as strong as the weakest link in the chain. And somebody who gets into it, we have all these experts now of election integrity all over. And they even traveled the nation and had never done it. And people don't stop and look and go, just because, what? Ready for this? Frequency and exposure doesn't make it that you're the expert. And even we can get trapped in our own frequencies and actually think just because we keep seeing somebody's face on a flyer for a speaking engagement, that they're an expert. And then what do we get? Then we fight this fight and we think we make some headway and you put somebody's testimony up as an expert and the media and everything else goes, well, what's your background in this? Uh, um, I was a, a part-time drug counselor. I was a business professor at a junior college who taught one one-hour class in the semester on business law of how to set up a company. Oh, you're a lawyer then. Well, yeah. And you're instantly an expert. 
The only thing that matters is doing what's right to win. Not, is it going to make you famous? Are you now going to get paid for speaking engagements? Is that now your new career? Oh, I got a new career. Guess what? I'm no longer making $39,000 a year as a junior college assistant professor. I now make $300,000 a year because I'm an election expert. Some things, and I believe, it's why I didn't take the big bribe they offered. You can't sell out America. There is no price you can put on what we're about to lose. There is no price you can put on what is about to go away. The, and and there is no price you can put on your time. The only thing for you as a human you can never get back in life is where you invest your time. You can get a lot of things back in life. You can fucking balloon up to a thousand pounds and get back to being fit if you want. But the one thing you cannot get back is your time. And you should choose to put your time not only with exercise, but you should choose to get something back for your time. I suggest to you it's not feeling good because somebody told you, we got them. I suggest to you, it's about empowering you and you go, holy shit, yes, that can save our freedom. But you, you critically think about it. You critically think about it. It's kind of like somebody saying the machines are changing the vote. And you ask them, how do you know the machines are changing the vote? Well, that's what the research and report says. It says, okay. Help me understand how you understand this. Well, I'm, I made a website once. Final moral of the story. We are all in this together. But what we must choose is progress and bona fide plans of execution over becoming popular and being popular. Just like RFKed say, this is for this is for debates that need to be have need to be had that are uncomfortable and being willing to have the uncomfortable discussions. Because if you're authentic and if you're true, if you're authentic and true, you've got to be able to have the debate of the uncomfortable debate. And with that, 
I would like to invite to my program Biking Cat from Rumble, who says, no, this guy is wrong. All those books and no sense of reason. I think it's incredibly important to embrace all sides. And I have no problem at all that Biking Cat believes I'm an idiot. Therefore, in the spirit of discussion, Biking Cat, I just sent you a invite. I would like you to join the program. And guys, you can ignore the troll all you want. The good thing about it, it's my show. If I want to engage it, I can because I think we can learn from it. So I've extended a invitation. It's gone out. And you can see it on Rumble. You can see it on Facebook. You can see it on Twitter. Biking Cat, here's what has to happen. You'll click the link. You'll have to agree to microphone and camera so we can see you and hear you. I would ask you to come on the program and let's discuss and debate, right? Obviously, you're an opposing view. I accept that. I have no problem with an opposing view. I accept that you believe, no, this guy is wrong, meaning me. Uh, I accept that you believe all those books and no sense of reason, and this guy's an idiot. I don't know if you've joined me before. This whole section over here, you can kind of see. Those are all my books I've written. I think I'm a little, little over 450 books now. But I'm, I, I would really love to understand what your opposing view is. Will you please grace the several thousand people watching with your insight? Because I'm not really sure what you think's wrong. I'm not really sure what you feel I'm wrong about, I couldn't, I couldn't gather it. I'm trying to look. Uh, I'm trying to go back up in, in, in comments and quotes, but I don't, I don't, I don't have any uh, that gives me a basis. And that's, and that's why I'm inviting you on. And I can accept uh, I'm wrong. I can accept you don't agree with me. Would it, would you mind? Uh, you let your fingers do the walking. Now let's kind of let your mouth do the talking and, let, and let's discuss this. I think getting through my firewalls. Okay, no problem. Uh, Biking Cat says getting through their firewalls. I accept that. I'm going to give you my platform. I don't begrudge this, not at all, not for any reason, not at all. 
In fact, that was the whole moral of my program today. And so whatever you need to do, there's no reverse trace or anything like that on. You go through a you go through a you go through a StreamYard server, not mine, so it doesn't matter. Right? But whatever you feel you need to do is totally fine. You just have to accept audio and video. I would just ask, please respect. Um, we got people waiting. I can only kind of cover so long. Please. Um You just, and, and here's what it takes. You don't have to have any software. The little link I sent you, I think I should be able to send it to you again. All you do, and I did it on Rumble where you are, all you do is click that link. That's it. And then it says, can we use your video and audio? And you go, yeah. Um, your firewall won't block it. Because you're watching on Rumble, which means I already come through your firewall to you. I know that's an inconvenient truth. But it is true. And it's totally okay if you're setting up a restream of a restream and you want to restream it to other people. I'm cool. I dig that too. It's probably what you're setting up. It, you just click it. That's all you do. You just click it. Right? There are no firewalls. And for those of you that are not technically savvy, for something to come through your firewall, to arrive through your own personal firewall, and when you're seeing it, when you're hearing it, when you're able to comment on it, when you're able to click and reply, by default, it has already come through your firewall, which means I'm already communicating with you. You're already communicating with me. You're already seeing my video. You're already hearing my audio. And you're already engaging two ways, which means not only can I come in, you can come out. Why? Because you're chatting. Maybe you're getting dressed. I don't know. That's cool. Combing your hair. Everybody wants to look nice when they're going to have thousands of people watching. Dun, 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 dun. Hey, tell you what, I'll play a song. I'll play a song because we were talking about this country. Oh, I heard a ding. Says Viking Cat, device not connected yet. Viking Cat, you may be there, but for on my side, on, 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 on my window, it's saying devices not connected. And so I don't know if I'm going to hear your sound. You're probably not going to allow your camera. Yeah, when I try to click it, here's what it says, Viking Cat. They will need to connect their mic camera before you can add them to the screen. So here's what happened. Back, back out. Just click it. I'll do it for you. Back, back out. We won't be able to hear you. At minimum, we won't be able to hear you because you have to accept audio and video because this is audio and video even if you want to point your camera at the ground no problem so here's what's going to happen all i'm going to do is back you out that's it i'm just going to back you out re-click the link again but but when that link is clicked it asks you it's got a little approval box that is it okay to use your microphone and camera try it one more time would you please so yes so biking cat tried but didn't accept 
because you have to accept. I can't, you know, it doesn't do default audio and it doesn't do default video by clicking the link because that would be taking over your system and that's not allowed. You have to say, okay. So we're going to see if he comes in. I want to play you a song. I hope he comes in because I hope he's not too far gone. Oh, Biking Cat, I see you again. Look on your screen and see if you have any approvals. You will need them to connect their mic and cam before you can uh, enter them. I, I can see it on my screen. You gotta, you gotta accept the the mic. You gotta accept the camera. I mean, let me let me point something out. If you're a person that you said, I got to make it work through my firewall, well, I'm going to accept you're technically literate because most people would never say, well, I got to make it work with my firewall. I kind of know you know how to click audio and click video if you know how to make it work with your firewall. Wouldn't you say, please try it again. Damn, this is number three. You, you've got to accept your audio and video. How about I, 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 you might, you're probably trying to connect it into something else, which is totally fine. I have no problem if you rebroadcast this. I have no problem. I have nothing to hide. You can ask me about anything. You just cannot ask me. Remember, I tell everybody about this to know about me. I used to live in Los Angeles. I used to be into some wild stuff. I was a wild child. And in Los Angeles, Richard Gere was my buddy, and you probably heard the urban legend started by Sylvester Stallone, but it was my fucking gerbil. His name's Slick. He's a really stink, kind of a little stinker, if you know what I mean. You just can't ask me about those times. Come on, biking cat. Please back back out. Accept your camera. Salty Buckeye says, Jovan cracks me up bigly. I I drop those bombs every nine and now. Flying Storm. How, how Flying Storm, you know what? You caused a fucking shit storm on my chat saying I'm the calling guy. What a fucking insult, Flying Storm. Could you, like, not do that? Troll my own broadcast? That's, like, kind of really saying I'm cheesy. They blamed it on you, by the way. You probably joined late. I didn't see you all earlier. But Flying Cam is telling, just connect it to the bonus hole. Please, let's try it one more time. I'm going to play this song until we get it right. Here we go.
Okay, guys, you're back. Our esteemed guest, I tried, um, wanted to give Biking Cat, who says, no, this guy's wrong. Biking Cat, all those books, no sense of reason. Biking Cat, who said, this guy's an idiot. Okay. You are allowed to disagree with me. I accept that. I'm not for everybody. I admit that. I'm not for many conservatives because I cuss. I'm not for some people because I'm a Jew, a Messianic Jew. To some people, I'm too far gone. I'm certainly not for people with far less superior intellectual skills. I got it. I understand that. Anyway, I love you all. Have a great day. By the way, I have a few things coming up. I am, just like we did with the wonderful Steve Stern, we did the Flag Day Um marathon, which was about eight hours. Incredible people joined that. And then after that, we did the 4th of July birthday. We did a marathon. I am working with my team right now, putting together an election integrity marathon. And what an election integrity marathon is, is you're going to see all of the facts under that were discovered, but also all the things that we should focus on. And you'll kind of see them in bites as I presented them over time, which will allow me to come back and kind of com commentary on them. We're putting that together now. I don't know the end run, but it may be, it may be pretty close to a six hour seminar. It'll be handled more like a seminar, but it will be all on election integrity. You're also going to start seeing from social media influencers 
that the biggest event of the biggest events of the most incredible events of the most powerful events of the dropping it in the world of here it is, and it's the final and it's the end all, praise God, you're going to see that event uh, starting to be promoted. This will the only this is the only time that you will hear me talk about that proposed coming up event because I have declined to participate. And I have declined to participate because I believe it's misleading, right? And hurtful. And I believe that if I do participate in any way, I'm, I'm leading, lean, uh, lending credibility to it, and I'm just not going to do that. I'm, I'm just not going to do that because I'm about ironclad decisions. And there is no one way, but it has to be methodical and thoughtful and doable because you can have great ideas that you can get people excited about, but are not executable. And I can't lead you down that path because I think the time for hopium is over. And in fact, I think we spent two years addicted and injecting hopium and not enough facts and too much rah-rah and too much August 16th president's gonna, that crap has hurt the nation. And I will not engage in that. I just want to engage you with facts, truths, and information where you can make your own decision. Because it doesn't matter how many times I can tell you something's right. If you don't believe it, if you don't understand how it works yourself, you're just, again, repeating puppetry. I do not want puppets. I want warriors. Have a great day. Don't forget, today's program has been brought to you by CBD Distillery. Go to cbdistillery.com. Promo code RUMBLE. Everything's up 50% off, folks. 50% off. Now's the time to do it if you want to do it. This is a very short window. And of course, as always, the folks who make for you my broadcasting possible, great folks like jovanlovesgold.com, which is the folks at Gold Co., where you can sign up and get the free 2023 Gold IRA kit Americans are using to protect their savings. And I'm going to give the last, I'm going to give the last word of the day to DurH77 on Rumble. DurH77 has come up with a surefire online way to conduct what's called an idiot test. Now, I think this is pretty revolutionary. Stay with me, my last comment. But DurH77 has come up with a full put, foolproof idiot test. And it helps you determine very quickly who exactly is the idiot? I think you can imply this, but who exactly is the idiot? And the test is, I think it's for biking cat. Who's the idiot 
if you're the one watching somebody you thinks an idiot. Reflect on that one. Pretty dead on. Who's the idiot? If you're the one watching, investing your time, your precious time you can never get back, into an idiot. Love y'all. Most people are afraid to stand up and speak out, but not you. You've been learning how to tell the system to cut the crap. What can I do to help save the America I love? And the answer is, learn how to fight back and tell the system to cut the crap. Cut the crap's not just a radio program, it's a movement. The right kind of movement, which breaks free the conservative constipation and reminds you that you are the majority. And we're just not going to take it anymore. Make sure you're following Joe Bon Hutt and Pulitzer on all social media. See you next week. And between now and then, take a stand and tell them all to cut the crap. 260 million of you shop here weekly. And did you know you spend about $1,400 each year? Two and a half million of you shop here daily, and you give them $1,000 each year. Combined, that's a half a trillion dollars annually. And you think it's the American way to shop? Think again. Your hard-earned money is being funneled to bad organizations. The consumable products you buy, well, they're washing America down the drain. Think about where you spend your money. Folks, we have to save America from socialism. We need to make the woke go broke. First things first, and that's America first. You need to follow the money. You need to follow your money and make the woke go broke. So I will show you how to save America from socialism. Go to makewokegobroke.click. Yes, dot click. Makewokegobroke.click. Makewokegobroke.click and do it now. Jovan HuttonPulitzer.locals.com is the only place a true patriot can stay informed, free of charge, without censorship. Over 18.5 million plays, it's Jovan Hutton Pulitzer. It's absolutely a government triangulation. They are literally putting Mike Lindell in the crosshairs. They get to choose 250 ballots of their choosing. Now you have the facts and the information to educate them and to open their eyes to what's really happened. Even I had no idea how dirty they play this game of censorship until I lost my social media. If you consider yourself to be a true patriot, it would be a crime not to visit JovanHuttonPulitzer.locals.com today. I guarantee you. You will absolutely be the smartest patriot in the room. You're still looking good. I'm still feeling good. You know, I've got all your MyPillow products. Mattress topper, bed sheets, MyPillows, towels, slippers, blankets, sleepwear. Whoa, whoa, Charles. Everyone now can get MyPillow products at huge discounts at MyPillow.com. That's right. Now's the time to go to MyPillow.com or call the number on your screen. Use your promo code to take advantage of our three-in-one sale. We're bringing you exciting new products, overstock specials, and closeout deals you won't find anywhere else. For example, when you buy one of our brand new MyPillow 2.0s, you get another one absolutely free. And with our overstock sale, you save 50% on our luxurious Giza Dream bed sheets. That's as low as $29.99 for the best sheets ever. 
And with our biggest closeout special, you get our all-season slippers for only $35 or our sandals and slides for just $25. Quantities are limited, and once they're gone, they're gone. 260 million of you shop here weekly. And did you know you spend about $1,400 each year? Two and a half million of you shop here daily, and you give them $1,000 each year. Combined, that's a half a trillion dollars annually. And you think it's the American way to shop? Think again. Your hard-earned money is being funneled to bad organizations. The consumable products you buy, well, they're washing America down the drain. Think about where you spend your money. Folks, we have to save America from socialism. We need to make the woke go broke. First things first, and that's America first. You need to follow the money. You need to follow your money and make the woke go broke. So I will show you how to save America from socialism. Go to makewokegobroke.click. Yes, dot click. Makewokegobroke.click. Makewokegobroke.click and do it now.